Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Salut Magna, tout va bien ou quoi? Je vais bien, merci. Et toi? Ouais, super, super. This is still Naked and Counting. I was just testing whether Magna remembered her French. <laughs> It's when she passed by the French airport on the way to a festival, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if you studied French at all, did you? Uh, I studied French until grade nine. We had oh, to in Canada. Nine. What's grade nine? Uh, fourteen years old. Yeah. And then we didn't study it again. But I feel like I have enough that if I, if I'm in Paris or in France or any French-speaking place for a week, it comes back to me. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah. you won't go hungry then. No, it's like me. I would never go thirsty in Spain. Yeah, because you know how to say beer and wine. Oh no, not wine. Sorry, you don't drink red wine. You hate red wine. I remember that still. <laughs> hey, listen. Last last uh, podcast we were talking about shysters and all that stuff there. Yeah, and I w- I was thinking, you know, has there ever been a time that you didn't get paid by a promoter? I feel like this is a question, if ever asked to any artist, we'll get a resounding, of course, there has been a time that I haven't gotten paid. If you've been in the, probably, if you've been in the prob- scene long enough, that you, you, you have dealt with organizers. I should probably have said uh, how many times, right? Yeah, exactly. How many times did you not get paid? Um, yes, actually, there have been many times like that. Actually, there was one year that was a terrible year for me that changed my entire contract. Like I, <laughs> I changed everything on my contract based on that year's experience because it was like back to back events. And I remember one, or two big events, actually. One was Ubuntu. Um, in Paris. Yes. In Paris itself. And if every, if anyone can relate <laughs> or was there or present, Feel free to throw a comment. I think um, that that festival goes down in history. Yes, and that same year there was another one in Madrid that was also a shit show. Okay. Yeah. So both of these events ended up. Um, both of these events had their attendees. They had their venue. They had their artists and everything. But by day two, you could tell things were falling apart. And Ubuntu, oh. I believe, day two, like the sound techs, everyone who was hired for that just left. They were like, they were like, we're not getting paid. We didn't get our payment so far, so we're not doing any more work. And I remember people actually performing um, without music, like doing their entire show. Well, I, I actually have a little background into that. Oh, you I, do? Okay. I, I live in Paris, right? So yeah. um, what happened was the day before, the organizer didn't have any sound, didn't have a sound system. He didn't book anything. So there's a DJ mm. and a promoter that I know. He said, well, listen, you know, um, let me, if you want, I could try and sort something out. So he spoke to another DJ and this guy got his friend who lives like a hundred miles, hundred kilometers away or something like that. Okay. He drove his stuff down. And because it was so far, you know, I think the guy was like, had to sleep in his van just because uh, of the, the travel. Right. 
Um, so it was he did this out of the goodness of his heart. Obviously, he was supposed to get paid out of it, but mm-hmm. he did all this effort to get all this stuff down there. And then um he wasn't getting paid. So he <laughs> decided to take his start taking his stuff. And that's when everybody started yeah. to um <laughs> and do the shows without music. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Um, so that was one event. Madrid was another event later in that year. That was also a crazy, insane lineup. And same thing. I remember specifically uh, Super Mario, Terry, they were there early. They had another event to go to. So they were there on Thursday, but not for the rest of the weekend. And I remember being told, get your money now. Like I was told that I think Thursday night or Friday morning, get your money now. This guy does not have the money to pay everybody. So I had sent him a text and everything. He had organized a meeting for all the artists as as well as the band that was there um, and basically had a sob story, which was trying to explain away his mismanagement, really. You know, like at the end of the day, that's what it came down to. It's like you mismanaged this event. You you hired too many people. You'd never had the budget. You were expecting the money to come in based on attendance, which you're clearly not seeing at the moment. And now you're you're you want to cry in front of everybody and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm like, you did know. And I remember being the only person in that meeting speaking up for myself because most people were either couples or teams or a band. And I'm the only solo artist there. And I remember saying, you know, if you really did respect us, you could have given us the option because you didn't find this out today. You knew this at least a week or two weeks in advance. And the the proper courtesy and the show of respect would have been like before I get on my flight to tell me, hey, Magnum, look, this is the situation on the ground. And I don't think that we'll be able to pay you. I want to give you the option of not coming because I would have rather stayed home and slept in my own bed and eaten the food that I'm used to eating and go about my routine instead of showing up for an event and working it, realizing at the end of the event that you're not going to pay anything, you know, and a lot of people didn't get paid. There was um, like threats of violence against this guy on one of the nights. Some of the, like there was a one artist, at least not going to mention names who was like ready to rip this guy's head off, like fight him at the event. Um, It was, it was chaotic. It was a it was a really bad event. And it was uh, one of the first times where I had made a post like I just I realized I wasn't getting paid and I had already taught. And so I, I posted on Facebook. I was like, you know, I'm sorry to everybody, but I will not be teaching the remainder of my workshops. This is the situation. If you truly support, you know, your artists, then you will understand, you know, uh, I re- it's coming back to me now because I, rem- I do remember that year. Yeah. And I, I think I do remember seeing your post. Yeah, it was a long post, but I, I was I was so upset because even in that meeting, there were so many artists there that were saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're still going to do our thing because for our fans, et cetera. And I'm like, well, what kind of fan expects you to work for nothing? You know, I mean, this is your work. This is how you make a living. This is how what you day was bills. the meeting. It was on um, I think it was on the Friday afternoon. Oh, so yeah. this guy did it early. So I had the same kind of thing happen. Mm. Great lineup. Um, great organization, actually, because the hotel was a little distance from the where the workshops and the, the shows were being held. Mm-hmm. And they had like regular buses going and coming. The hotel was great. I think it was, I don't know what it's called now, but it was like a Hyde and an Ibis. I think it's in the same family. 
but mm-hmm. it's like style. So the like a I boutique mean, hotel almost. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. Really nice. Okay. Uh, I was really happy with the hotel. We was all happy with the hotel, and we did notice that there wasn't that many people at the parties. Not that many people in the shops, but everything was going perfectly. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. have anything to complain about. The food was great. Everything was great. Mm-hmm. Sunday evening, the guy calls us. Uh, I think it's like eight o'clock. He calls us to have a meeting downstairs in the restaurant of the hotel. Like for some reason, he wasn't around on Sunday during the afternoon, like during mm. the workshops, which is a little bit strange, but everything was running perfectly. So uh, he got in there and he said to us, uh, you know, so how did you enjoy the event? And everybody's like, wow, this is this is an amazing event. We mm-hmm. had some of the biggest names in that room. Uh-huh. Everybody was uh, glowing about the event for about 40 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Everybody took their turn to say how great this event was. And then at this point, he needed a translator. Uh, it was Tamambo <laughs> that was translating for him. Okay. But I, I know this, I knew this guy for a while before and I've spoken to him in perfect English. So I don't know why all of a sudden he needed a translator to say that he can't pay anybody, mm, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he was kind of hiding behind Tamambo as he was doing this. So um, the guy said, listen, uh, he doesn't have any money. He said, last night, somebody broke into his car and took a, took the money. Hmm. He had 20,000 in the car and they took the money. And we was all like, we didn't see any broken car. You know, is the car damaged? <laughs> he said, no, no, we think um, they could have got into it. Like Jimmy the, the story. or something. Uh-huh. But the thing is, it was like, a very expensive four-wheel drive Jeep. Okay. Like a Porsche Cayenne or, or is it the Cayenne? I can't remember. I don't know anything about cars. Uh-huh. But it's one <laughs> of these like high, high level expensive Jeeps cost about a okay. hundred grand, something like that. But they broke into this car, but there's no damage to the car. But then the story check went on to something else. It was, um, they were working with somebody a month before and a month before the event, that person uh, stopped working with them and somebody's house got burgled and a computer got stolen. And so the numbers were on that. So it must be all together. And that person must have burgled the house, got the numbers on the computer, then came to the venue and took the money out of the car because they knew the money would be in the car in this big expensive Jeep that, not even MacGyver could probably get into <laughs> without smashing the window, you know? Uh-huh. So it was like, uh, it was really crazy. So he had this, and then everybody went mad. Everybody went off. Mm. And we had the Palladium legends there, you know? Oh boy, yeah. And the, the, one of them stood up and said, listen, you know, you got to pay me. I'm the oldest here. Just pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love his reasoning. You're, I'm the oldest, so you better pay me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start having to use that in uh, probably about 50 years time. But right, anyway, right, right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. So everybody was going mad. And I think I think a few people got paid in the end. Everyone said, listen, let's go to the venue. It's Sunday night. Whoever wants to perform performs. Whoever doesn't doesn't. You know, we're here now. Let's mm-hmm. just be professional. Let's do what we have to do. If it was maybe on Friday, like what mm. happened with you, I think the answer may have been different. Right. So um, everybody went and did what they had to do. And we actually had a great time, but nothing came of it. No money. Mm. The guy took, I took the guy aside and this guy started crying in front of me. He had a big snot bubble. Oh boy. <laughs> and I was like, listen, you're going to pay me. He said, yeah, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to sell my boat. I said, oh, you got a boat? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you can't you got a boat you can't pay me listen i'm gonna give you a week and i think that was maybe 15 years ago okay. and if you're listening to this you bastard <laughs> you'll have to pay me because i paid my dancers yeah, yeah i paid them out of my own pocket so i'm waiting for that money you owe me and i'll have to come to hanover to look for you he's in hanover this guy was in hanover mm. there you go we exposed him curious then about payment actually what has been your strategy? Obviously, that strategy didn't work. Have you ever had a successful strategy of getting paid from someone who has otherwise uh, tried to avoid payment? Well, over the years, you know, there's there's been quite a few that when I say quite a few, maybe five. And I think up to today, there's, I think, probably two or three people that owe me money. Now, there was more than, than five. There's, I'd say about seven, eight. I was going to say, is, you got lucky. It sounds like a lot, but it's, you know, traveling every weekend over the, you know, the last 20 years, you, sometimes you kind of forget to chase up on it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, this one day I, I saw a post from an organizer that owed me money from over 20 years ago. Okay. And I just decided, you know what? It's time for me to expose everybody. So I just said, uh, I just posted on uh, his timeline. I won't say who it is because he, he did pay me. Mm-hmm. Uh, post on his timeline that you owe me money. And I was in a festival somewhere. And he said, what? I, I owe you money? Hold on. Where are you? And I said, where are you? I happen to be in the same city. He sent somebody over that evening with an envelope with my name on it with that money. Wow. And So I, I got it. And I, and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this with other organizers. And I started putting everybody's name. <laughs> and then somebody goes, hold on. You owe me money. I was like, oh, shucks. <laughs> so I, I, I sent this guy money straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we That's had a actually... private lesson organized and uh, somehow it didn't happen because we, I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. And then I, I completely forgot about it. And I was like, mm. oh, shucks, I sent the money straight away. So I don't want to be in a position where I owe anybody money. I hear but you. But now I know I don't owe anybody money. Well, that's funny, your Facebook comment, because I remember another event where we almost didn't get paid and the organizer, same sob story and all that stuff. But what we ended up doing, it was the organizer, um, myself, another couple of artists and the volunteers of this event. And I have to give credit to the volunteers at the event because this event would just not have turned out the way it did to the public, if not for the volunteers, because the well, organizer paid anyway. So true. But, but <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, hold on. So we were there at this event. First time they were doing the event, decently organized, decent attendance. And the organizer of course was like, yeah, you know, we can't pay, etc." And um, myself and a couple of the other artists were like, well, I guess we'll just put this location on blast, you know, this event and this city on blast. And this organizer, I don't know if he was local to that city but the volunteers were and they have dance schools and they have all this stuff and they're very closely associated with the event and they like they didn't want that reputation for their city and their schools and all that stuff the volunteers actually went and got the money out of their own accounts to pay everybody and said that they would sort it out with the organizer later um but we basically were like well, look, you know, we're, we're just going to put everything on blast then if, if we don't get paid. And we ended up getting paid. And this organizer had the nerve, the audacity to get on stage on that Sunday evening to come out 
And I actually took the mic after him because I, I couldn't because I knew what had happened. And he came on stage and he's like, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. You know, I've worked so hard. I, 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 I about the the outcome of the event and how great it was. Hold on. And- was I there? I seem to remember something like this happening. Anyways, he said all of this stuff on stage and I grabbed the mic from him and I I just went on the mic and I said, listen, everybody, you know who you really should be supporting. It's great to support events, but support your local schools, support the volunteers of this event, all of your local teachers, because you have no idea what they have done to make this day, this event possible. That guy just kind of drifted into the shadow on stage. Bastard. I would like to also add one other thing, because I know we're kind of like bashing these organizers, rightfully so, because I think if you are organizing an event and you do not have the budget, you should be doing something that somehow can take care of your artists. If, if it's canceling them, it's still better than getting them to come there and work, knowing you can't pay them. And also, if you're organizing something, you should have some funds in reserve. You should not be waiting for people to show up and pay as your way of paying everybody Most else. Most definitely. That's the number one thing. Have the money there ready to pay whoever exactly. needs to be paid. Exactly. But I also would say on the artist side, there are plenty of artists, and I've heard this from organizers as well as from artists themselves who have actually done this, where they've canceled, they've gotten either deposits, they've gotten their flights or whatever the case is, and they've canceled events and not refunded that money back to the organizer. You know, And I think on both sides, it's not ethical. It's not the way to do business. And I remember one time that I had an event. It was in London, same year. It was a, another big event with a huge lineup of artists. And people started canceling on this organizer, people whose flights were already paid for, but they did not return that money to the organizer. And I had um, an appointment come up that was very, very important to me. And I could not cancel it. I could not reschedule it either. And I told the organizer the week before because I was traveling and I did not know. So as soon as I got home and I was like, oh, shit, I have to do this. Um, I called the organizer and I was like, look, I'm really, really sorry. I can't make it to this event. And there were a bunch of artists saying, look, just cancel. Just don't show up. You know, just don't go and it'll be fine because he's going to cancel. He's not going to pay you. However, he had already paid my deposit and he had paid my flight as well. And so canceling on him based on my contract which included a clause that said, if it's not for whether some, something out of my control or an injury, if I had to cancel that, I would refund that money. So I returned his deposit and I paid a thousand dollars out of my pocket for the flight. And that was painful for sure, because not only was I not making money that weekend, cause I wasn't working that weekend, but you know, here's money that's coming out of my pocket for something that, you know, I, I was not expecting to pay. So honorable Magna. Oh, thank you. But it's the right thing to do, right? At the end of the day, it was the right thing to do because money comes and goes. But your reputation and what people think of you as a person, as someone who's ethical, who's, you know, you can stand by your commitments, that I think means a lot more. And that organizer, sure enough, he did end up canceling his event. So had I waited two days, I would have, you know, not had to worry about any of that. But that organizer ended up talking to, I guess, someone else about that interaction and how I paid him back. And that person ended up booking me the following year. Good karma kind of comes back in that way. But I think artists also have that responsibility for showing up in a way that is ethical and honorable and committed. You know, if you can't make it, know what was put in, at least at least when it comes to a deposit or a flight. 
those are things that are very easy, you know, that you can say, oh, this is the price for the flight. Well, just pay that back. If you can't make it for a reason because you're taking on a different commitment or because you don't feel like it, like that's not a good enough reason to put someone else, you know, out of the pocket. That reminds me of a, I don't know if I should say it, but a quick story that there was one organizer for some reason, he, because all it was kind of difficult to organize everybody's flights, get the times right or whatever. He gave the, uh, the artist his credit card number. So just book the flight that you need to come over, you know, and which is very trusting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what this particular artist did, they invited their partner. Not dance partner, not the person. Not that, oh. dance partner, partner, partner. Wow. And then when it comes to time to the event, they'd already broken up. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is crazy. I heard that story. This was years ago. I heard that story. I was kind of, I was really disgusted. So I've always tried to do the best, you know, when it comes to business, best Mm -hmm. best business practice. You know, I, I, you contracted me to do something. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities. Right. You have a responsibility to pay me. Exactly. Simple, simple as that. There you go. Yep. Simple as that. So if there are any um, promoters out there listening to this and haven't paid a particular artist, why not do it right now? And while you're sending them over the money, why not send them a link to this podcast? Because, uh, they could probably thank us for what we are we are doing. We're making movements. We're making moves. Yes. This, is a, this know? is a public service announcement. This is public <laughs> service, but I'll gladly take 10% of everything that's been uh, sure. paid. <laughs> <laughs> I could facilitate this. Yes. Let's do the organizers. Contact me. I'll pay them. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, everyone, do not forget to show sh- show support. Show. <laughs> Show support. Everybody, sh- 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 <laughs> show support to Naked Accounting. You can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. Hit like, leave a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are, if you what your experiences are, and share this with all your friends and family. And anybody that you don't like. Until next time. <laughs> Ciao.